Hi, everybody. I'm Steve Goldstein, and thank you so much for taking the time here on the Goldie on Ice podcast. We are presented by SIDES, which is a foundation helping children and family in the battle against pediatric cancer. You know, I know David Lister personally. He puts in so much of his time, energy, and effort to help so many that need it. SIDES helps to fund and fight children's cancer. You can find Dave Lister on how you can contribute and help out and donate on Facebook and on LinkedIn. And brought to you by Ken Marr. His bottom line is Ken, a personal friend of mine, been with the podcast since the beginning. He's just one of the best people I know. That's the bottom line. He's now a senior vice president at JLL, a Fortune 500 company. Ken specializes in industrial properties. Four decades in the business, so we appreciate his support here on the Goldie on Ice podcast. Let's get right to this episode. We've got a very special guest in the podcast, Panthers President and CEO Matt Caldwell joins us. And uh, Matt, thanks so much for the time. Uh, a new season. How is this season different for you approaching it as opposed to past years after the yeah. great run last year? Yeah, expectations are definitely higher. You know, I, I can feel like the swag around the whole franchise, the hockey team, our sales staff has, has risen. You know, we feel like... Uh, uh, you know, we've had a couple of good good years here, uh, but last year in that run and beating some real you know marquee teams, uh, it, it gave us a lot of confidence. And, and and the whole franchise feeds off the players and and the locker room, and 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 we can feel their confidence. They're they're certainly not taking this you know year lightly. They're they're making sure they're not going to be complacent. I know Coach Maurice. I know you were at training camp. He was running them really hard and um so they, he's right back to work but there's definitely like a an air of confidence that we haven't had before when you look back and in your job you've got to look forward i know yeah. opening night home opener next week but is there a moment during that playoff run that stands out more than others and there were so many great moments yeah from staying alive in boston to beating boston to sweeping carolina but is there a moment for you that stands out these what three four months later yeah uh, I'm going to give you two quick ones because the first one, I think everyone, you know, game seven, Boston, I think everyone that win, you know, everyone had that moment, but just, this is, and I know a lot of fans are listening. I know they'll love this. After that game, I wound up staying, usually I go out to the locker room, congratulate the players, go home in the buses, um, back to the hotel, but I actually stayed at the arena because it was a bunch of Panther fans and actually happened to be my birthday. So it was like okay. the best, <laughs> best birthday present ever. Uh, and so anyway, I stayed at the arena. So I wound up walking out of the arena, TD Garden, right downtown, me and, and one of our great fans and um, a couple of Boston fans, you know, it might've been 12 o'clock at night on a Sunday, came walking over us, chip on their shoulder, Pissed off a little, yeah. You know, definitely had a couple of drinks, <laughs> made a couple of those snide, you know, Boston comments. But then I got to give it to them. Once they found out that uh, I was the president of the team, that the other fan, they said, "Hey, they took their hats physically off. They had hats on. They did their hats off to you guys. Like we could not knock you out." And and I know it's hard for any fan to give like the opposing team uh, some good credits, especially coming from Boston fans. So that was like a really cool, just personal experience. But I think the best moment for me was. Um, the uh, uh, Carolina game four, um, I had happened to, I was, you know, a lot of my mentors in the business kept saying to me, you know, Matt, make sure you take this in, be present, enjoy this. Like you work so hard. And that sounds, that sounds, it's a lot easier said than done because while you're in these moments, Bill Zito and I talk about this all the time, we're trying to capitalize on these moments. We're trying to like 
get more uh, season tickets. We're trying to get more brands to invest in us because you, you we're at our at our high. So, you know, you always feel like you should be doing something. Bill's always thinking, what else can I do to give the team an edge in this next practice, this next day? But uh, I, in, during the first period of that game four, I walked down um, on the platform where the Amaret Vault is, and I looked out. I didn't plan it this way, but I looked out and. Just the energy of the crowd. You had that big hit from from Bennett early on in the game, and uh, we went up two nothing. And I, I remember when Vinny had first bought the team, and there was memories of coming out on that platform and seeing so many empty seats. And now, not only are they filled, they're loud, and uh, the energy was just unmatched. So that you know, the, those two moments. One was like kind of a personal one. The other one was more of a tribute to our fans. Uh, amazing stories, man. I appreciate yeah. you sharing that with yeah. us. Um, you mentioned Bill Zito. I know it was a, it was a tireless interview process yeah. for you. You, you yeah. cast a wide net. You, yeah. you know, you said this publicly. Yes. Yeah. Not only you want to get it right, we have to get it right. Yeah. With the way Bill Zito manages assets. Well, the way he evaluates talent yeah. and where you are now, has he and his staff exceeded your expectations? They have. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, we thought it would take more time. Uh, we, we, we were pretty sure we didn't want to do a rebuild. You know, uh, we had asked a lot of the, the interview questions, the, the, a lot of the candidates this, but we had a lot of good core pieces at the time, maybe some contracts that weren't great, but we, we, we looked at it as more of like a retool, retool of, couple of deals that we had, the culture, the locker room, just trying to, you know, elevate ourselves, which is sometimes even harder than a rebuild because it re at least you just start all over. Um, so we thought that this would take longer. We also, uh, we knew he was great at drafting and developing. Um, and you can see, you know, Sam Miskevich and Sordiff and Mundell, these guys, you know, we didn't give them a lot of picks because uh, we've been trying to, you know, go for it. And, and, and it's still with the picks that they've had, they're doing a great job with. But, we, we, you know, we knew drafting and development were a core strength of his, um, but we never saw him in the seat. And this goes for any first-time GM, uh, but his ability to make make the right moves, get guys off waivers, make, you know, give guys a second chance, um, and then and then build this culture that, you know, uh, I, I, sometimes people use culture in a bit of a buzzwordy, you know, format, but what he's built around destination franchise and making everyone bought in and, you come here to, to win championships first, but also enjoy your life. And, you know, just because you go to the beach on a weekend doesn't mean you're being lazy. That's good, you know, refreshing and, and good for your quality of life. Um, and, you know, bringing in Coach Maurice, let's not forget about that. Um, the process he ran for that, there's a lot of great coaches available uh, at the time. So all these things, with, and, and his staff has been all, you know, along for that ride, both the scouts, the analytics, um, all of our you know, player development, uh, team in AHL, like he's very, very collaborative with his uh, management team, and there's a great relationship with the coaching staff and trainers and all. So, all that uh, is certainly you know exceeded expectations. Yeah, it is an amazing vibe. All right, for fans at the newly named Amarin Bank Arena, congratulations on yeah. getting that deal done. What can fans expect? May maybe uh, different this year when they come to games. Yeah, uh, I mean the sound system is going to be the, the, the number one thing. I think, uh, and, and we heard fans loud and clear over the last couple of years. It's it's a huge project, big undertaking. If you've been to a preseason game, you'll you'll hear a noticeable difference from obviously the music, but uh, people speaking on the microphone, it's much much clearer and it's, it's great. And I know the Viola family and the county were very, very excited about that capital investment. Um, so that's a big one. When you walk up to the arena, uh, you'll have, uh, um, it used to be the JetBlue Tarmac. JetBlue's come back with us, but they 
kind of rearrange some of the things they're doing. We're now going to have Publix out on the on the front. It's going to be called the Publix Plaza. Uh, so that's going to be a huge, you know, um, partner and, and some cool, fun, family-friendly games and very, you know, Instagram-type, you know, uh, uh, kind of photo opportunities that you'll see that will be coming down the road. Some of it will be ready for the home opener, and then, you know, uh, the rest of it will be in the rest of the fall. Um, you're going to see... Uh, the Jameson Crossbar, which we just la launched last year, uh, that'll be alive and electric and, you know, some, some cool new, like, activations inside there. Uh, the Patron Patio, City Furniture Patio will be rocking. So I, I think the fans will love the entertainment and the exposure of um, of the, uh, the, you know, the team and, and, and then some corporate brands are going to be doing some fun stuff. Sounds terrific. Now, the only problem is on the ice, you know, you have to do it again now, right? Yeah, exactly. Like the expectations are high. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I, you know, we all say there's only one step left, you know, right. and we got to the cup. Now we got to win it. And, you know, uh, and Coach Maurice and, and, and Bill have been saying this, um, you know, um, you know, it's not about like any kind of progression or evolution. Like we're there now, right? Mm -hmm. The expectation is uh, is to win it, you know, and, 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 and Certainly this year and, and for, you know, the years thereafter. We're in our window and we're going for it. All right, Matt, we appreciate the time and uh, congratulations and good luck on this season. Thanks. Thank you. Awesome. Thanks for having me. Time to take a moment now to tell you about something very important, the fight against pediatric cancer. And we're doing that through SIDES, the SIDES Foundation. Sydney Lister at age 15 battled Ewing sarcoma and she beat it and she's doing great today. Out of that struggle came SIDES, a foundation formed to fight pediatric cancer to help fund children's cancer research and help South Florida families with kids fighting the disease. Dave Lister is Sid's dad. He's in charge of sides and does so much for those families. So I encourage you to help out. Check out sides on Facebook, their Facebook page, S-I-D-E-S. -E uh, everything is on there. Or you can also call this important number, 954-594-5763. That's 954 594-5763. Help us, help Dave Lister, and help everybody fight pediatric cancer and help out families that need it through the SIDES Foundation. Well, I want to tell you about Ken Morris because he's been 33-plus years in the business, a stand-up guy, and recently joined JLL as a senior vice president. Now, JLL is number 185 in the Fortune 500 list, and Ken specializes in industrial properties, warehouse and manufacturer. He handles complex transactions. And the bottom line is, and I know this about him, you're the most important asset. You know, he takes care of his clients. That's what really drives him and keeps him in the business. And he absolutely loves it. He works with Fortune 500 companies and startup companies as well. So any needs that 